What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Speaking of weeks, I'd like to wish all of our listeners out there a happy San Francisco Beer Week and a happy Arizona Beer Week. Concurrent Beer Weeks really makes it hard to be here in Arizona when San Francisco is having their Beer Week. But you know what? I mean, it, it's great. I have both, both, both of my areas are having their Beer Week at the same time. It's like double Double whammy for me. Um, one of these days, I'm going to go out to the gala. But this weekend, I am going to Strong Beer Fest. And I will be there. I will not have my usual uh, counterpart, um, my uh, friend Mario, my photographer. His uh, wife is about to have a baby. So he is on pins and needles. He's waiting. He's going to be there, be a good partner, and be ready because they gave her an uh a march like a late february early march due date however um he told me that she is uh, showing signs of labor so it might be any time now you never know you know what when, when the kid is ready the kid is ready so um so uh thoughts and prayers out to him and his wife and hope everything uh goes well and they have a healthy baby they already know they're gonna have a baby boy so little shout out to them little mario jr but anyway uh, going back to Strong Beer Fest, I will be there uh, this weekend, Saturday, the 18th. It's going to be over at Salt River um, Fields, I guess, uh, Salt River Stadium. It's not going to be at the stadium. It's right outside the stadium. And that's where the Diamondbacks have their or play their spring training games, host their spring training games. So I'll be out there. And I, you know, I got a, a small little re Zoom recorder this time, so I'm going to be out there um, talking to the people. I'm going to try to get as many um, people from the beer scene as I can. Now, I'm going to be driving myself, and so I'm going to have to really, really kick back and take it easy. Um, I will probably try to get a few beers early, and then, you know, I, you know, here's my plan of attack, I think. I'm going to go around and try to get some interviews early try to get that out of the way while there's less people and it's easier to talk to the brewers and the owners and the representatives at the different booths because once general admission hits uh, it, it's over it, it's done and so that's when i'll probably start drinking and because of that there'll be more people in line i'll have to wait longer and maybe have to drink less beer which is fine because i do not want to leave my car all the way out in scottsdale which uh, those of you who live out here in Arizona know that's that's a far pretty far fucking drive. I mean, when I first moved here, I didn't know where anything was, so nothing was very far from me. But now that I've been here for about six, almost seven years, wait, I came out here in 2016. Yeah, six and a half years. Yeah, you know, Scottsdale's a far drive for me. I, I'm not a, a big, uh, I'm not big on going out there unless I have a reason. So um, I don't want to give myself the reason <laughs> i don't want to uber i'll uber back because you know that's great uh i'll save myself uh you know either injuring me injuring someone else perhaps killing someone else or at the the very least the dui right uh, and and the ticket and the ramifications that come with that i don't i don't need that um but it's the it's the uber back out there that's what that's that's the one that's gonna kill me i don't any of you out there have ever had to take an uber because you uh, drank too much, but it's not the Uber back that's bad. It's the, I mean, it's not the Uber home that's bad because, you know, you're still kind of drunk and you're still having a good time and the, you know, what, however you make a home, at least you made a home and safe and sound and everyone's safe. But 
it's the Uber back. Like it's like during the day. It's usually during the day, and it takes really long, and you're sober, and it kind of sucks, <laughs> and you have to pay so much money, and you're like, "Fuck! Why can't I? Why can't I just hold it together?" So I've got to try to hold it together as best as I can. Um, I'll report back to you next week, so you'll know whether I did or not. <laughs> oh, but it should be fun. I, I I'm gonna see some friends I haven't seen in a while, and. Uh, have some good beers. There's going to be a lot of strong beers. And of course, because it's called Strong Beer. And it should be a beautiful day right now. I think they said it's going to be in the in the 70s. Here, let me see my phone here. Yep. It is going to be 72 right now. Um, this weekend in Scottsdale. Not right now, but on Saturday. It's supposed to be 72 degrees. So it should be a beautiful day. Um, but right now, you're listening to Cold Brew Podcast. I'm already five minutes in. I even talked about the show. We got a great show for you this week. Oh, man. Sorcerer Chromatic is salty this week. Oh, during the Cold Brew list, I fucking love it. He puts out this argument. He's just out there. He's throwing shade on everybody on the NFL. <laughs> Especially one, one quarterback in particular. And it's fucking great. I, I love it. He swung me. At first, I'm like, damn, dude. Like, Why are you so... Why are you going at him so hard? And then he makes some good points. You'll see. You'll see what I mean. I don't want to give it away. I want you to to uh, to listen for yourself. Uh, talk a little bit about the Super Bowl commercials, uh, the beer commercials anyway, during our beer news. And at the end, it's pretty much all Super Bowl game, um, sight sounds, the halftime show, the, the national anthem, and God Bless America, and what else? Oh, the... Uh, um, the commercials, we talk about the commercials, so talk about a little bit everything about the Super Bowl. I mean, it's a big event. It's, you know, one of the most, if not the most watched TV show or uh, um, I guess it's a show. I don't know. Spectacle in uh, on American TV every year. And it always draws big people, big money. And uh, this game was, it was a good game. It was a fun game. If you didn't have a dog in the fight, it was a good game. And um yeah, and then you'll you'll hear you'll hear how my bets did. I don't know if you kept track last week when I told you all my bets. Uh, I'm just gonna say I didn't do very well, and you'll hear it's a um, it's a pretty sad little snippet of our Super Bowl talk. So anyway, don't forget to follow us on Untapped and on I was about to say on Untapped and Cold Brew. No, on Instagram and Untapped, search Cold Brew Podcast, and we you you can find out what we drink before. The show even comes out. Lucky fucking you. All right, without further ado, it's time for another Cold Brew. Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? I'm doing well. Doing well, doing well. That's good. I, I hope, uh, I don't know if you, you probably didn't listen to the last week's show, but it's so I got my new mixer, and I didn't know how to set the levels, and so I set them like I usually do, the because they have slides for each of our channels, and... I set him like a for the old mixer. And I'm like, yeah, oh, you know, same company. It's got to be this. No, it's totally different. <laughs> so you were, you were like at a like, 
comparatively, you were like at a, a seven or eight level, like as far as one through ten, as far as loudness goes, and I was like at a two. So I had to go through the oh, whole. I had to go when I was editing. I had to do two edits. First, I had to adjust the levels because it only came in one track. Because the old one, when I do the multi-track, you figure each channel would have its own track. No, it's got like 16 tracks and everything's layered in between the tracks. So, And I never learned how to change all that. So it was all on one track. So I had to go in and adjust the levels all the way through. And that was a pain in the ass. But this this week, that's why uh, I had uh, I had us do a little dialogue before we started. So I could watch the... Uh, the equalizer bars, you know, on the on the LCD screen. That way, I can get it at least close to the same, so I don't have to do that next week. You and your wonderful toys. Oh, this thing is badass, man! This thing has more features than. Well, just wait, like as soon as I learn how to use them, I'll, you could do like. Remember, Stern used to uh, like change his voice, and he'd be like like really deep and low, or or like like really high, or be a robot real, and stuff like that. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. You bought this equipment with really cool features. Yeah. And all it really features is that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for bringing me down a pig. <laughs> anyway, so it, it, this thing's really cool, and I'm, I'm still learning how to use it. So, I'm watching YouTube videos and Dane's shit. On a, yeah. Things on Hoopy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? And he's like, oh, here's like, you can control like the. The low, the mid, the high, like on your mic. And he's all, this is when I turn the, the low up really high. Or, you know, uh, turn the low all the way up. And then I'll bring it back down. Turn the mid all the way up. Bring it all the way down. Turn the high all the way up. Bring it all the way down. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was sitting there like like Bob from La Bamba. Like, 52 takes. I didn't hear a difference in one of them. <laughs> so anyway, it has, it has more features than i than you and i will ever use but it's still fucking cool and um yeah because the last one was started started going out on me so i had to get a new one and uh i got it i got it to work that one week i know i didn't tell you but two weeks ago like it almost didn't work we almost didn't have a show but i got it to work and uh so i had to get a new one i'm like eh, might as well spend some current right now so anyway um let's get to the show then shall we Sure. All right. So what I have here is from our good friends from Denver, Colorado. Oh, the sunshine. Rocky Mountain. On Denver. Gorgeous. I have from Cerebral Brewing their cold IPA called Cerebral. Uh, it's called Cerebral Brewing. Called Circular Dependency. I like that name. Comes in a uh, uh, Dodger blue can with Dodger white writing. That's the only thing I don't like about this beer. It's a cold IPA hopped with <laughs> <laughs> hopped with Chinook, Centennial, Motueka, and Waiiti. That's a new one for me. Waiiti, W A I I T I. Sounds like a um, like a Polynesian word. That's why I'm I'm pronouncing it the way the way I do. Uh, notes of lime tic tac, lime tic tac. Have you ever had a lime tic tac? I can't say I have. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> uh, lemon meringue and uh, and Canadian forest. What the fuck does it even mean? <laughs> well, I'm about to find out right now. I'm about to have some. It's a six point eight percent alcohol by volume, 
And according to the to what I have here, it's a zero IBU rating. I doubt it's zero. It probably just hasn't been entered. So um, without further ado, pop off. What do you got? I have from our friends up at Jackrabbit Brewing Company hmm. in West Sacramento, California. Checked out. I have their Temple Coffee Stout. Ooh. From Temple Roasters. Uh-huh. They blend uh, or their stout blended with uh, Temple Coffee. I really can't find much on the can other than it's uh, 16 ounces and uh, 6% ABV. Okay. Um, and gluten reduced. For you that care, oh, um, yeah. Even on the even on the website, even on the website, it just says uh, brewed using Temple Coffee Roasters Riqueza Dark Blend. But but um, according to the website, they're out of it for pickle people. Oh okay. So Good. yeah, let's just go with that. It's a, <laughs> it's a stout. It's not it's not too strong, but uh, hey, you know what, Papa. Stop the stout, man. Coffee stout, coffee stout. Another uh, La Bamba reference. <laughs> Nate, the joint is the joint, uh. man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so I was I was busy trying to get my uh, beer photo ready. I guess I I washed my glass before, but I guess I didn't rinse it out well enough, and there's bubbles all over the fucking side. I'm I'm really upset about my, at myself right now. I'm trying to, you know, the the secret of getting rid of the bubbles for a picture on a on a glass is all you gotta do is just uh, tap it on the on the countertop or whatever the tabletop wherever you're at, just like oh yeah, like tap it, yeah, yeah, and, and then they'll just all come off. <laughs> they'll just all, uh, I was about to say fall off, but I guess float up. Um, right. Wow, this is really this is really smooth, or like it's very light. Very light mouthfeel. Hmm. I could see why they say lime tic tac. I'm getting more of like a, a fruitiness, more like a fruity pebbles type of uh, aftertaste, or you know the the finish. Um, it is very clear. Oh, no, I shouldn't say very clear. It's very light and very straw like, and it's not too clear. There's you know you can't see all the way through it. I'd say like from a zero to a hundred, the um, the clearness is maybe like at about a 10 or 15 because I can see my fingers on the other side of the glass, but they're not uh, crisp and very little head, straw color, not much on the nose. Um, eh, you know, a little bit of a, of a, a li lemon lime type on the nose, not just lime tic tac. Maybe it's a lemon lime tic tac. That's what it is. So it's really <laughs> lime. Yes. I, I don't think we could, we could say that. I think it's trademark. <laughs> that's a different guy too <laughs> i miss that dude I, I used to i used to like that that commercial with the the old black dude with the the white suit yeah the and, deep voice the deep voice and the oh, laugh sorry, <laughs> oh, I, love how, I love how he showed up in uh in uh boomerang too i like i don't know oh yeah that's right oh he was the the advertising guy right yeah yeah <laughs> that was great <laughs> he was like uh he'd always push the envelope <laughs> that's what i liked about him <laughs> what a great character 
Oh man, so it's pretty good beer. I really like it. I like these cold. I like this cold IPA. Not a lot of people do it, or not a lot of breweries do it, because I think it's very cost prohibitive as far as the brewing process goes. But this is a this is a really good style. It's way easier to Work. to do a hazy IPA or even just a regular IPA. It, you know, it's not as labor intensive. It you don't have to leave it in as long, and so I get why they do all these IPAs. And it's just easier. Uh, quicker turnaround so but this cold ipa trend i love it man i think it's great i think it's here to stay but it's just not going to be as big as the hazy ipa just because of the uh the process that's involved so anyway this one's really good and how's your beer doing it's good it, it's got that um that roasty coffee is up front like you know a uh a, a stout coffee brand is is very very popular very hand in hand uh-huh. this one has a lot of coffee bitterness up front and me personally like i say like in the last two years my uh put it my palate and uh an interest in coffee has gone up like crazy 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 oh wow okay so i appreciate i appreciate the coffee in this one this is this is bomb. I'm digging it. Very cool. Temple Very, coffee. Yeah. Temple roasters. I'm a fan. How are you on coffee these days? Are you are you do you drink coffee cold, hot? I mean, I, I haven't asked you in a while. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I prefer hot coffee. Right. I prefer hot coffee. I, I at least have a, a cup in the morning. Sometimes I'll get a, a, a secondary one at, at Starbucks and uh and or Pete. But, oh, okay. um, yeah, I'm, I'm a cup of it. Right on. All right, so we will rate these beers later during our untapped portion of the show. Uh, just follow us on untapped, search cold brew podcast, and friend us, and we'll friend you back. But right now, it is time for the beer news. I switched over to the news and I saw that one of the top stories right now is uh Nick Sirianni crying on the on the sideline. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing because like he had that one tear rolling down. I all I could think of is that one Ric Flair uh promo he cut when he goes, with a tear in my eye. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Good. But uh, and then and then you know like uh you know, and then I thought of that that one line that Paul Sirianni is it Paul Sirianni or Sarvino says in uh, in Money Talks when he thinks Chris Tucker is part Italian, and he goes, "Oh, you can tell he's Italian because he feels deep." Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know, you know, Sirianni's Italian, so he's feeling deep at that moment. So. Now nah, he's a passionate guy, yeah. though, man. He's a good coach. He's a good rallier. Just you know, we'll we'll talk about the game a little bit. It was just, it was just funny to me that people are already roasting him online. It's it's just it's too bad. I'm sure he'll he'll laugh about it later on, though. Word. All right, but I do want to talk about the Super Bowl just a little bit because uh, some of the advertising was there um, with with some of the commercials that they had uh, were beer related. A lot of the commercials they had were beer related, um, and instead of a stranglehold like. Budweiser or AB InBev usually has. They were allowed other 
brewers or breweries or conglomerates actually because they're the only ones who can fucking afford it um to be able to advertise during the super bowl did you see the uh the sam adams um my cousin from boston or whatever it's called yeah the one that the brighter boston because you know remember i told you the boston lager is getting a, a facelift and so they, uh, yeah, they were going through Boston and like, you know, they were arguing over a parking spot, but it was like both the drivers wanted the other driver to take the parking spot. Um, then they were, uh, that, no, I, okay. I, I, okay. First of all, hold on. Yeah. I remember you talking about the commercial because we talked, we talked about the Bill Burr commercial and, and all oh, that yeah, yeah. and stuff. In fact, I rewatched that this week, uh, on YouTube and I almost choked drinking water, but <laughs> I'm here there. But, okay, so I remember you talking about how Sam Adams was going to do a commercial spot and possibly suggesting a, uh, a switch on their, uh, a switch up on, on some of their, their beers, or if not their flagship beer. Yeah. But I didn't see the commercial. Like, commercial time for me, I was uh, I was running around, uh, you know, uh, tending to my daughters. Uh, okay, you're being the- a good dad. Trying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, as long as you're trying, man. I mean, that's all that really matters. You just got to try. That's half the half the half the game is showing up, right? Right. Um, but it was, it was okay. I mean, I I laughed that they were at at Fenway, but they couldn't use logos. So you know, the Boston fan dressed in red, and the one Yankee fan was had like a navy blue jacket on, and that was it. And then at the end, Kevin Garnett was promoting his book, and he couldn't have any boston Celtics stuff on so <clears throat> it was it was funny it wasn't that great and then the other one that i saw was the ant-man one so it was like a it was a double thing because ant-man uh was promoting heineken 0. 0.0 oh was that i thought Ant-Man was doing a volkswagen or something like that yeah. he, he, i missed that no he could have done that too but i just remember paul rudd was there and, and like he was talking um I forgot. I've never seen that man, so I, I, do, I don't know the character. He was talking with someone, and the guy said, just don't feed him alcohol. I'm like, why the fuck would anybody want to feed an alcohol? But then that man, you know, Paul Rudd is like, oh, that's okay, because Heineken 0.0 has no alcohol. And so, yeah, there was that. That one was just all right. Um, and then, uh, you know what? The uh, Molson Chorus had a, had a blue moon. Commercial, but I guess I missed it. Like I, I don't, I don't watch the game until the game fucking starts. I don't like any of the pomp and circumstance. I don't like any of the stories leading up. I don't, I don't. I barely even like the coin toss. Like I, I don't like the national anthem. I don't like the other songs they play. The America the Beautiful and it, what's it, the it, other one? It, 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 uh, well, the national anthem and uh, the America the Beautiful. Granted. Real quick, I saw the uh, Baby Face, America the Beautiful, and uh, Chris Stapleton on uh, on National Anthem. He he did nice. Uh-huh. He did nice with with a Fender uh, Stratocaster. Oh, okay, yeah. In which I had, I had to look up the difference between that, that one and Stratocaster. We're talking about that, okay? But right. um, but uh, the um, yeah, the the puppet circumstance. I, I get what you're saying. I um, as, as much as I caught it, I didn't plan to. I just I just happened to. No yeah, way. no, I get that. No, anyway, so yeah, I uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, you, you were saying something else though too. I I I, I got caught up with the uh, 
with the with the guitar reference. Oh well, where I was going with the Molson Coors thing is is maybe it was early in the game and I just missed it, or I was going to the bathroom, so I didn't see the oh. Blue Moon. I didn't see the Blue Moon commercial at all. Yeah, to be honest with you, I didn't see that commercial either. All right, so but, I, like there was very few, there was very few commercials I saw. Let alone was remembering. Okay, well I, I remembered a few. I'll, I'll bring them up with in you fact, later. Hold on, on. I, I, yeah. want, I want to go DVR next level, chef. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um. Anyway. Oh, no, 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 no. I know what I'm gonna tell you. I know what I'm gonna tell you. Okay. It was funny. I one of my one of uh, one of my uh, my NFL like uh, meme uh, social media sites. They showed a picture of the very first uh, coin toss at, at Super Bowl one. And seriously, there was five people out there. Oh yeah. So you, they... you could if if you break it down, you could guess what it was. Right. Yeah. The two captains, a ref, and. Oh no! Maybe uh, two captains on each side and a ref, right? Yeah, <laughs> two, 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 and two, two, and a ref. Yeah. And I said, not even a, a camera crew out there. Like they had to take their word for it. You know what happened? <laughs> it's kind of, kind of funny, you know. Yeah, you know, because yeah, it was the offensive captain, the defensive captain, right on both teams. Probably that's what it was. Now there's like two captains on both sides, and and the ref, and like ten reporters, and. Then uh, this yeah, the honorary captain, yeah, yeah, and then the I I saw this this uh, this year they honored those five uh, Tillman scholarship winners or whatever they were called, and uh, right, <laughs> I I uh, I I, uh, I don't know if this is racist or or just bad, but the the woman who delivered the coin, her name was Fabergé. I expected it to be spelt like the 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 egg. Oh. I missed that. Oh, okay. Yeah, her name was Fabergé. I thought that was a great name. Like, I don't know why, it, you know, people don't use it more often, but it, I just thought it was going to be like the, the spelling of the, you know, the uh, the jeweled egg thing. I thought that was great. Right, anyway. Like, I mean. Yeah. It, it, like, well, hold on. Let's go back. Like, I thought like, um, going back like a Fabergé egg, like I thought that was like a feminine name, like, like Louis Vuitton. You know, I got a Vuitton. Bagger, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it like was. It, yeah. It was probably a last name of the jeweler who first came up with the the idea of the concept to make a jeweled egg, right? Bobby Fabergé. <laughs> Bobby Fabergé. Um. Anyway, but but back to the the whole coin toss thing, and, and yeah, it's just it just it takes longer than the fucking kickoff, bro. Oh yeah. It's just it, yeah. It, especially if it goes out of bounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or not out of bounds, but a third catch or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, but I did see some uh, some good commercials. I want to talk about a, a, a few, not all of them, because I didn't take notes or anything. <clears throat> but I do want to talk about some of the ones I remember, and I just want to shit on them real quick. So that'll be later on. All right, um, that's all I have. That's all I really want to talk about, because uh, I wanted to get to the end of the show so we could talk about the game. Um, so do you know what that means? Thing I do. It's time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the Cold Brew List. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what give you need. Okay, so call me a hater if you want. <laughs> I have a big issue. Hater. I have a big issue with an award that I don't think anyone really wants to win. Okay. And if you're wrong, or if you think I'm wrong, let me know. 
But the NFL gives you an award for comeback player of the year. Oh, okay. What, what's your issue with comeback player of the year? Why would you want to win that? Oh, like, I guess you don't want to win it, but they just recognize you overcome adversity to come back and be a, a star. So you don't want to win it. If you had a choice in life, would you want to win this award? Eh, maybe, you know, maybe you, uh, you know, tore your ro- rotator cuff or, you, you know, you blew out your knee. So you want to blow out your knee so you can win this award? Is that what you're saying? Oh, you don't want to set yourself up to win the award, but come back exactly. and... Exactly. It's, it's a shit award. Okay. It's a shit award. It right. is a fucking shit award. And yes, because Geno Smith won it for oh, he did? Uh, coming back for being... Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Coming back for being knocked the fuck out by his own teammate <laughs> five years ago or <laughs> ten years ago as a Jet. He finally won it. The Ten years later. But let me go back. Let me go back in life. How, how far do you want to go back? It's 2020. <laughs> Let's go, go way back. back. Years. And it goes a little something like this. Uh, How ten... far should I go back? <laughs> 10 years. 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. 10 years. That was at 2012. Yeah. Where Peyton Manning won it for the Denver Broncos. Now, that was his first year as a Bronco because he had health issues that the Colts had to release him. Mm-hmm. And he's a quarterback. That's another thing. Had a quarterback on the team. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because going back before was Stafford and then Michael Vick. And then oh. Tom Brady. Mm. And then Chad Pennington. For a <laughs> second time. But, okay. <laughs> so, Manny won it in 2012. Mm-hmm. And Philip Rivers won it in 2013. And then Gronk won it in 2014. Oh, okay. And then Eric Berry won it. Eric Berry won it in 2015, which he had like more of a health, like freaking, like shattered ribs or something like a heart almost thing. Oh, so, that's right. It wasn't just it was like, like a. a you go ahead. It's like life threatening, not right. like a bad knee. Mm-hmm. And then Jordy Nelson won it in 16. Keenan Allen won it in 17. So those are two receivers. Mm-hmm. And then Luck, Tannehill, Alex Smith, Joe Burrow, and Geno Smith win it. So, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting award, but is it really an award? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, a, it's like an attaboy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, when, when they're trying to uh, tally up votes for the Hall of Fame, they don't say, how many comeback players has he won? Exactly. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good yeah. point. That is then, a good point. Then going back. Hey, going back. hey well, no, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You swung me, dude. You swung me. All right, <laughs> go cool. ahead. And that's like, do you know what he come back from? <laughs> I know, like he got, he got it <laughs> right. He got it. Okay. Hey, 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 time out. You know, time out, time out, real quick. Look, look at what happened once. Mm-hmm. He got his ass kicked. He got his ass kicked by a defensive lineman who was like 50 pounds bigger with him, aside that. But because he tried to big time him. Hmm. All right. The, the kid was hosting a, a football camp and Geno Smith shined him on and didn't show up. So the kid at least asked him for money back for his plane ticket and Geno said no. So for fucking $1,200, your career went to shit instead of possibly being a big time. But you're fucking a shit leader. You know what I mean? 
Mm, that's a good you're point. A shit person, a shit leader. I mean, so what? <laughs> so what? The, the the guy kicked your ass. You shouldn't have provoked him. I mean, he's 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 supposed to be aggressive. You know what I mean? He's a defensive end. You know, that's his job. <laughs> that's his job. I mean, yeah. I mean, granted, <laughs> the guy, you know, he got cut or didn't get picked up for what you know for possibly possibly being a a locker room threat. But at the same time, it's like if you're the team leader by even if you are not elected captain, you're the quarterback, and you and you shine a kid on, and you can't give him freaking you know a thousand dollars to shut up. Fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. So, yeah. So fuck you, Gino Smith. All right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a salty, extra chromatic tonight. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. No, that's it. So did you bet on purple Gatorade? No, I did not. I'll, I'll get to my best later on. Um, it's not good. Oh wait, well, some people are calling it a fix because purple Gatorade was plus eight hundred, and it was eight. It was purple Gatorade tonight. Oh really? But yeah. plus eight hundred wouldn't be a fix because I think people know. I, I think. Uh, what, what was it right before the game? Because someone must have known. And then the, the word got out, and then the, the odds must have changed, like, right before the game. Maybe it was 800 leading up to, like, you know, maybe an hour before the game. But I I, I didn't look. I, I, I placed my bets on Thursday, and I thought about hedging them and and, and doing some uh, live betting. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Because I'm going to live bet. I'm just going to lose, lose more money at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I yeah, I had no idea it was Purple Gatorade. Yeah, like, you know, here, here's my thing. If you're... If, if you're gonna drink and party during a game, then yeah. live betting is not your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, you, you get all bravado and everything, and think you know what, what you're doing, yeah. and they usually end up losing money. Right. Whereas I think, um, what's the other one? Well, if you don't drink and you're kind of a degenerate, then maybe <laughs> you could see you could see a glimmer or two, or a, a gleam or two. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this about the 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 comeback player. What if what if they had like a twelfth man award? Oh, or something? you mean Josh Smith? Yeah, fuck him. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I mean like, what about like a the like the NBA has a fifth, there's a sixth man award. Is that is that a good one or is that just like a like an also ran award just to to give somebody? Oh no, I, see, I respect the sixth man award because okay, you have your starting five, which uh-huh. um, you know, everyone starting five on paper should look formidable. Um, the sixth man should either keep that, you know, uh, like threat or tenacity going, or even change up the uh, the opportunity for for scoring our defense. Like so, so it's kind of like, um, you know, I, I don't know how to say it. it's like it's oh, kind of like if you uh, it, it if, gives if like you, a, if you have a, a but if, if like I'm saying like as far as sorry I'm not burping like crazy. Like if you have a traditional, um, I guess uh, let, let's just say in as far as uh, football, like if you have a traditional, you know, pro set offense, you know, plays, r- runs, and throws, but then you know all of a sudden you're in uh, in you know the six man, it all puts you in a three receiver set versus whatever you know pro set you're in, and either it it, it uh. It keeps your offense going, or at least throws off the defense. Like at least, 
you're not hurting by starting to sell out guys. Or it's just a strategy change, like a whole philosophy change. Like, all right, cool, we're up. Let's let's rest up guys and get a defender out there that's going to lock down their their attempt to try to catch up. Yeah, cool. for the or, next like two or three minutes. Right? Every, yeah, or yeah, or look at defensively. Defensively, he might be a liability, but at least he's a three point shooter that could stretch him out. You know, that mm. type of stuff. Yeah, and so yeah. Six, six man award is. Basically, put it this way: six-man award is it changes up your strategy or keeps it where you want it to be without cost. I, I think that it gives like you have, it gives like all the players who who aren't starters an incentive to say, "Hey, look at me! Like I deserve to be a starter." Exactly. So yeah, so the I, I get that. Just like just MVP, uh, everyone you know who is in the contention is like, "Hey, look at me! I deserve to be the most valuable player." in this game or the league or whatever. So, all right. That's a good argument. I like it. Man, you're swinging me. You're swinging me a lot tonight. What the fuck? So that was a great list. (laughs) I think you just wanted to fucking put Geno Smith on a tee and just wail on him. (laughs) But, hey, it was still entertaining to me, so I love it. So thank you. Thank you for uh, your list tonight. How's your beer doing, man? Yeah, the summer's gone, man. Nice. Yeah, I'm almost done with mine, too. So we're going to rate our beers right now on Untapped. So just download Untapped from your app store. Search Cold Brew Podcast. And you could see what we drink before the show even comes out. Hey, now. All right. So what did you have again? I forgot the name and everything. I, I remember what style of beer it was. I just forgot, <laughs> forgot what it was called. And I knew it was from uh, Sacramento. From, from Jack, Jack Rabbit Brewing Company. I yeah. have their Temple Coffee Stout. Oh, there, there you go. Temple Coffee. There it is. What would you like to rate this beer tonight? I'm going to give it a four. For a coffee stout, this this is right, and ah, geez, I mean, my my coffee palate is uh, has changed. Uh-huh. At the same time, I I do recognize the real, if you will, and yeah, this works for me. Very nice. For uh, let me see here, it's an overall rating of a three point eight three, and one of our friends has rated it a four. I'll, I'll tell you who after you're done um, telling us uh, what notes you want to leave on it. Oh, roasty, strong, and malty. Oh, malty, huh? All right. Very nice. Save and check in. And our one friend who checked in on it was Aztec77, and he gave it a 4.0, just like you. All right, so uh, I'm going to rate my beer. So I have from Cerebral Brewing. Circular Dependency, which you remember is a cold IPA. I'm just reading the can right now. It's a fooder cold IPA. It's not the first fooder cold IPA I've had. And Wait, did you say fooder? Fooder with an F. Fooder. The big, uh, you know, the big wooden vats. It's not a stainless steel vat. It's a wooden vat. The fermentation cool. egg. Yeah, so this one's really good. I, I, I like this a lot. I'm going to give this one a, a 4.25. Not so much. I like this one. Um, so um, let me go to because uh, I closed on tap for some reason. So let me go back to it. 
Oh, probably when I sneeze, I probably accidentally closed it. Um, hey, right after uh, right after I rate this, I have to go to the bathroom, and then we'll do our drunken shenanigans, right? So let me hear, let me see here. Um, circular C I R C pinned. There it is. All right. So uh, it has an overall rating right now of 3.82. We have one friend who rated it 3.70. Oh, that reminds me. I, I have to fucking I have to sign this up for, for the, the insider. For uh, untap. Wait, I'll... aren't you in the bathroom? What the hell are you talking about? Is he sharing? <laughs> uh, check in. Uh, four two five. Like I said a little while ago, I'm gonna say it is clean and smooth and fruity. Save and check in. See, let's see which one friend uh, rated it already. And that would be Jose A. I think that he used to have his last name there, but since he took it away, I'm not going to say it. So he has it and looks like he has, he drank it just based on the picture. Yeah, he was up Hops on Birch, which is up in uh, Flagstaff. When, when, when did he have that one? Uh, January 21st, so not too long ago. Um, so it was probably snowy up there. Because, you know, as you very well know, we get snow in arizona it's just not here in the valley it's way up in the mountains flagstaff arizona all right so uh let's talk about the the super bowl man what'd you think your overall impression of the super bowl um i mean it was a close game mm-hmm. I, I i was born for the chiefs only because i was just Bitter about how Philly beat the Niners and uh, just didn't think they deserved to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so. It didn't. It didn't feel like a fair game because uh, Brock got hurt and right. and Josh Johnson is totally incompetent. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's what people are saying. It's like, wow, you beat Daniel Jones and Josh Johnson to go to the Super Bowl. That's not right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that argument too. I heard that argument too, and that's why I bet on the Chiefs, but I parlayed on the under because I thought. You know, Super Bowl, like some some teams get a little little uh, um, conservative, like early, and then they open it up later. So I thought it was, but now nah, this this was different, man. They they both like came out like guns fire, like there was no defense in the first half. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know that was the thing too. Was like Mahomes got hurt, dude. If you look, if you really look at that play at the end, that guy he he torqued his his foot too. That was a dirty play. They didn't call it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're and right. For me, in, in my mind, in my mind, they like the, the, the Eagles are dirty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep, they're they're trying to get away with a little bit more than than they yeah. like. Uh, uh, it, the unwritten rules would allow. You know, you know, you know what else? You know what else bugged me too was their whole um, quarterback sneak. Uh, um, um, play. Style. Yeah. Yeah, play, you know, where they would, like, line up and they would line up the running backs and um, and, and, and push the quarterback. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? If I'm a defensive lineman, you know what I'm doing? Huh. I'm taking the offensive lineman, I'm putting his head in the ground, and I'm fucking kneeling on his neck, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, is, is this play fucking worth it to you? You know, because that's what they do. They cut the defensive line. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, you're going to cut me? Oh, shit, I saw him. He didn't. Sorry, this is the back of your neck. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't watch in life, you know, later in life. It's like, <laughs> is, is that worth it to you? You know, it's like. Yeah, like, I should have bet the. They're going, they're, going, they're, they're going for their knees. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a... Or ankles, like too. Give and take. It's like, yeah, yeah you go for your, you're going for my legs. So you, your quarterback, and then your quarterback's getting pushed, too. So, like, you're getting taken out there, and then you got someone on... And they, they showed that, too, where that Chris Jones guy just jumped up over the pile to try to stop him, too, because the, he knows he's going to get cut. It's like, right. <laughs> take out an offensive lineman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Step on Kelsey's helmet and... Jump and dive at the the running back or the quarterback. Um, ah, shit. What were we talking about before the? Uh... We we're just talking about the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, nah, I I had a thought in my head and I fucking forgot. God damn it. Oh, uh, I I remember what I was gonna say. All right. What do you think the? Uh, I I I placed a lot of bets and I didn't think of this one till later. But what do you think the over under was? For quarterback sneaks, because what uh, Hertz had like three of them, maybe at least, maybe four. Right, exactly. Yeah, that was a lot, man. And anyway, so um, you want to go to? Uh, I I named all my bets on the last show. I I told you I was gonna do it on the the intro part. So I gotta say I I lost every single one of my fucking bets. I lost seventy five dollars on this on this Super Bowl because I lost every fucking one. Yeah. I was totally. It was a wah, wah, wah. But, you know, I did, mean, uh, did, yeah. Did, did you did you share all your bets last year? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, so I wonder if anyone faded all your bets. I, I told him, I go, I, I am not here to recommend any of these. These are just the ones I picked because I listen to a bunch of uh, sports podcasts, uh, betting podcasts, in fact. And these are the ones I feel... Oh yeah, Every, everyone picked the Eagles. Everyone picked the Eagles. Like seventy percent of the money was on the Eagles. I mean, I I I, I chose I, get it. I, I chose the the Chiefs. I just went with the under. That was if if I had gone Chiefs over, I would have I, I would have won all my money that I lost on all the other little small like um, Miles Sanders to rush over, Jalen Hurts to throw under. Um, you know, I had Kelsey and, and and Sanders on a parlay just to score an anytime touchdown. So yeah, I, I I just had a bunch of, I just just a bunch of whiffs, man, just a bunch of misses. So, but it, had I had because I put my most money on the the Chiefs in the over, and so had I won that or the Chiefs in the under, had I went with the over, I would have made that and plus more. So, man, you know, just it was it was more exci- it's more exciting with this with the the little bit of money because every other bet was like five five or ten dollars at the most. So, um, it just makes it uh, just a little taste, you know, a little little action on something that that I have no vested interest in. If the Niners would have went, I don't know if I would have placed in many bets. I might have just been like, ah, I just want to watch the game. Word. Um, but what do you? How much stock do you take in the that that final pass interference call that um, that happened? Uh, in the Chiefs' favor, with the you know the the wide receiver or the cornerback just kind of like putting his hand on his his left hip for a second and then taking it off, then they called the pass interference and um, it kept the drive alive. Was it the second down or third down? I forgot what it was. Yeah, it was the second or third. I I, I don't remember the particulars, but it, it basically oh. it. Hey, pause it for a second. Pause, pause, okay. Pause, pause. All right. 
Okay, so that that play came at, at it was uh, at the Philly fifteen. It was third and eight. Oh, okay. So yeah, third down. Yeah. So, had it not happened, mm-hmm. had it not happened, it was incomplete pass. So Philly, or I'm sorry, Casey still would be in good field goal range. Yeah, know? yeah, but but it would have gave a, a lot of time left to the Eagles more more than five seconds or four seconds, whatever they had right to run exactly. the one play. Yeah. Right. So I mean. It's it's tough to uh, it's tough to say. I mean, okay, if you, you yeah, you give uh, the Eagles right, but that's the thing. I mean, do do you trust do you trust uh, do you trust Hurts with the long ball when Philly Philly knows it's or when Casey knows it's coming? You know, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of the long ball success was when they were uh, when in zero coverage. Yeah. And it wasn't, and yeah, it wasn't like a, a prevent defense, and it, it hurts. Didn't have to throw the ball sixty yards because <laughs> he he cannot throw sixty yards. I, we saw that in the in the last play. <laughs> right. Oh shit! Yeah. So yeah, you know, there's all the what ifs. I think it was. I think uh, the announcing team um, made a bigger deal of it than it was. And let's talk about the announcing team, man. Like, I'm you know. Burkhart and and Olsen are great. Are they're good? They're they're not great. They're good. They're competent. They're not bad. But it wasn't like it wasn't Buck and Aikman, man. It wasn't you know, um, what's the name? Uh, uh can't think of Nance and, and Romo. It wasn't um, Michaels well, okay, and Collinsworth. I hate to say it, but yeah, Michaels and Collinsworth. I mean, that's that's what's up. Seriously, yeah, those the, I get you. Those three teams, I and mean, we talked about it. Who was the best at the time? Like it was a couple years ago. We we did that debate, but man, with with, with Buck and Aikman, like over on the ESPN side, they have no fucking shot at calling the Super Bowl. Now next year it might be different. We have, we might have Brady next year. I I don't know if Fox has the Super Bowl next year, but I know Fox has Brady on board because they signed him. Remember that? All right. Yeah, so Olsen might be out and Brady might be in, but is, Bur- is Burkhead really that great? He's he's <laughs> capable, but he's not that great. Right, and we're, yeah, that's thing. Like people are saying, like is is Olsen going to be out because Bra- someone like Brady is in, or you know, future guys too. Mm-hmm. Like um, in uh, you know, where, where you know Brady's contract's crazy money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I was talking with my dad about it, and I'm like. You know, there's two things. It's number one, they get his insight on the game. But number two, he's going to have to read an ad for their sponsor every now and then. Right. And and that's where the, that's what, that's what the money's coming from. You know what I mean? Right. And he just, he just kind of froze and like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, because I'm like, Greg Papa, he like flows in a lot of stuff. Like, I, you know, the 49ers are now in the Toyota red zone, stuff like that. You know, he just... He just drops the, the the sponsorship so fluently, where you don't really even pay attention. But if you do, you kind of get annoyed at. But at the same time, like, you know, that's his job. You know, on top of calling the game, is to to work that in and out. So it's it's not the fact that that they got Tom Brady calling the football game. It's like, hey, they got Tom Brady off to the same whatever sponsor you want to say too. You know, so how much is that worth to you? Mm, that's a lot. Yeah, like who are you gonna have say it? Uh, Brady or the other guy, right? <laughs> and Brady hasn't done a lot of ads. He didn't really do a lot of ads until later in his career. 
or nationalized that, anyway. That's true as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. But, uh, yeah, who knows what it's going to be like next year. But, um, yeah, they, they were fine, but it was like I was just watching another Sunday game. It wasn't – didn't have the, the big game feel as far as the announcers go because – I remember when Buck first came on, everyone hated him, and so did I. And then as time went on, it's like, no, this this guy knows what he's doing. I I I become uh, I I really like Joe Buck. I so I missed him in the in this big moment. So, um, anyway, um, one more thing I want to talk about the Super Bowl though is uh, what did you think of the halftime performance? Rihanna, pregnant Rihanna, right? Was she pregnant or or what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they they said she's expecting again too, and like okay, I even asked my wife. I'm like, I'm like, was her delivery not too long ago? She looks like I looked it up. She looks like she's still expecting me. And I, like I didn't want to be rude about it. You know, that's yeah. the one thing. You know, you never ask a woman for the weight or if she's expecting. Mm-hmm. And um, and you know, my wife, she's like, I I can't tell you for sure. She she goes, but I get what you're saying. Um, second of all. Just in general, um, I get it. Rihanna's a pop star. Um, she has a lot of hits that I'm familiar with, although I'm not her biggest fan. So mm-hmm. I was cool with her being the halftime, halftime performance. You know, I, I I like a few of her songs, not all of them. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I didn't know the last one. She she wrong. ended the one she ended her performance with. I didn't know that song at all. Umbrella? Nah, no, she had one after Umbrella. <laughs> uh, well, you know that was the thing when she did her her little hook from uh, uh, Run This Town. I thought, is Jay Z gonna pop out? You know, just I, for a I, few because I kept you waiting. Know, she, yeah, she does. He, yeah, he does. Uh, Run This Town or no, not um, he so he does Run This Town and then he does the intro for Umbrella. So I'm like, mm-hmm. why not? You know? Yeah, I was waiting for that. I was also but, waiting for maybe Chris but, Brown to come out. Yeah, when when all when all said and done, <laughs> bad joke, my uh, bad. <laughs> yeah, when all said and done, I'm not, I'm, I'm not hating on the on the halftime show. Yeah, I thought it was a good halftime. Uh, you know, kind of like, you know, I'm a weekend fan, and yeah. I I get it. Like, you only got so much time to do an act on, uh, at the Super Bowl as well right. too. So yeah. I think she made the best of her time, just like the weekend did. Just like Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick, Fifty did, Mary, Mary J. Yeah. It, you know, it's like it, it's a it's an accelerated show or a, a, yeah. a cut through show. Oh, that's a, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Accelerated, yeah, it is. Um. So, but anyway, I don't have to be a a random fan to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I didn't mind it. That's what I'm saying. And uh, at the same time, I didn't hate it. So yeah, you, that, that that's my response, and it was cool because, in reality too, when you think about it, you know, because she could she could do a tour, and tickets go for almost as much as a Super Bowl ticket in some cases. So oh, hey, yeah. big time act, big time act, big time venue, big time performance. Why not? You know, good for her. Yeah, I I thought she was good, like as far as like performing wise, because the one comparison I will make with her is when Lauren Hill decided decided to take a rest, and she came back and it was like, oh my god! But but Rihanna sounded great. I thought she was good. I thought you say the one comparison is a 
the Super Mario Brothers, those levels when you're Dude, the platforms that, are going up. Yes, yes, that was that was the next thing I was gonna say. Like when it first came out, I'm like, what is fuck is, is subliminal Super Mario set design? And that was. Dude, I already saw. <laughs> I already saw the memes, dude. I already saw the memes. <laughs> I said that. Hey, I said it first. Uh, I, I, I'll screen cap my, my, my text to uh, our friends uh, uh, like the, um, the Phenom and um, Isup and, and Nahal. And, uh, all, all those guys. Like, I, I still have, we still have a group text. And the first thing I said was, this is like a subliminal Super Mario set, right? And uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they all liked it. They they were like, yeah, <laughs> it looked like it was like going up and down Goombas, right? But I didn't notice she was pregnant at first. It wasn't until later when they started um, show uh, when she when she came down from the platform and they started showing more. I'm like, oh, there's a little bump there. And then she like, if if you look at the whole performance altogether, she didn't really do a lot of movements. She did like you know some stuff and. I thought it was like by the end I'm like this is fucking amazing like because you don't know what pregnant women go through because we're guys so we don't know what they had go through what their body goes through what they have to deal with and yet she's still giving a, a fucking solid performance I don't know if it was perfect but it was good it was really good I don't know if it was perfect but it was it was awesome and so and then I started like thinking like wow this is fucking great and I didn't know all the songs but at the same time didn't matter. She's she might be the first pregnant like superstar to to perform at the 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 Super Bowl. Not only that, but she hadn't performed in seven years. That's where the whole Lauren Hill thing comes out. Cause you know, Lauren Hill took some time off and then she came out and is like she was just bad. People were just like leaving or or I don't know if they were booing her, but they they were uh on social media they're like, Oh, she's she doesn't have it, she fell off. So even before the 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 halftime show, I was like, it was that whole you know to put in sports uh, terminology is rust versus rest, but it it didn't seem like it, it she fell off any as far as her vocal performance. Um, now she couldn't move that well, so I think the whole performance, the whole show, the whole spectacle of the halftime was, um, you know, it wasn't the best. But it wasn't bad. She, you know, she was good. She was adequate as far as like the whole show. She she went out. She sang her songs well, and yeah, that was about it. But I just did. There was like some type of like a showmanship that was a little bit missing. You know that I, I kind of wanted from a halftime show. So eh, I gave her like a B, not a, not a B minus, not a B plus, not not you know anywhere near an A. But you know, I give I give it a B. I thought it was good. I thought she was great. Um, and the visuals were kind of cool in the beginning until you realize, oh, she's pregnant. She can't move a lot. So that's kind of like I think they that that's probably why they had the moving platforms because it was it evoked movement when she couldn't move. It's kind of like a race car with um, or a car with flames painted on it. Word. <laughs> No, you know, you know yeah. what else too is um uh, is her dancers like some I'm like guys oh. my wife are those guys or girls because like the guys like this this had like crop tops and the girls had like sports bras so it's like they're all wearing the same thing you know it's like okay <laughs> I I didn't know what we were supposed to think of them at the same time you know right like, yeah. it's supposed to be like an all guy 
crew or a all girl crew or a mixed crew, you know? Yeah. And the, a lot of that personality, because they had like some of them had some camera time, and so they had like you know did some faces or just did a little like a little bit extra oomph in their moves. I don't know if you if you noticed that too. Word. Um, but one one of the things I did want to bring up about the and I alluded to earlier was the uh, the commercials. So I was going to ask you about these. What do you think of? Do you remember seeing the the one for Uber One with uh, P Diddy? I did. I like that one. That was the the, the, the whole. Yeah. Could, could you pr- promote a jingle or produce a jingle for us? That was a good one. Yeah, and, and he, he had like a bunch of one hit. Hey, hey, real, real, yeah, real quick, real quick. I'm sorry too, because the, the first guy in the studio was uh, Montel Jordan. Yeah, and. Um, Montel Jordan has a recent interview on Vlad TV. That that is a freaking awesome interview. Dude. I'm, oh, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. Dude. You gotta listen to that one. That, that about, one is freaking legit. Dude. Talking about his time in the music industry yeah. or the, how he broke in or yeah yeah. All right. Everything. Dude. About everything. Nice. About meeting uh, Russell Simmons and everything. It's it, it's a cool one. It, it's cool. And, and even his life because he's from like he's from he's from like South Central LA. Like he, yeah. One one. He's from a big time gang community. Uh, it's it's crazy. His life. Hmm. Is he is he like one of those where like everyone's like, no, nah, you're not going to join our gang because you have too much like hope for the community. Pretty much, yeah. Nice. <laughs> that, that that he's like six six. And he's a uh, at a at a at a prep high school. Yeah. And he sucked at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and his last name's George. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> and his first name. His first initial is M. <laughs> Right, yeah. No, yeah, you gotta listen to it. Yeah, I'll send right. it to you. It, All it, right. it, it, it's freaking awesome. But like, here's like, new respect for Montel Jordan. And then, mm-hmm. like, yeah, then, like, the whole, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, um, what is love? Hadaway? Oh, Hadaway, yeah. Yeah, Hadaway showed up in it, you know. Uh, that, he, he had the last one. What? I thought he had the best, like, Uber parody song. Yeah. Exactly. But then the, the what did the Fox guy say? And like, <laughs> yeah. we even had the close. We even had the the close caption on, so like, they uh, they had the the translation in Danish, and they like they said what they said. You know, it was pretty funny. Oh yeah, when he was talking to the to uh, the the uh, engineer microphone, they they were talking back. They yeah, were the booth, yeah. yeah, they they didn't they didn't talk in uh, in English. They talking in Danish. I thought that was a good touch. Yeah. No, so yeah, I like that one. I like that one too. You know what? Which one I liked uh, was the. Uh, it wasn't just one one commercial because they had a, a couple of them. Um, was the uh, Pepsi Zero uh, commercials with the uh, one was with uh, um, Stiller, and the other one was Steve Martin because uh, Stiller did uh, yeah. Ben Stiller did the uh, the Zoolander uh, remake or re- reboot. I, I missed that one. Oh, that was great! It was like because it was he was, the whole premise was like, is it, um, is Pepsi Zero actually great tasting? It, is Pepsi Zero actually great tasting, or are we just good acting, great acting? And so yeah, Stiller or um, he was doing his thing, and then he, he came up as a Zoolander, and so that was what made it funny. And Steve Martin, anything fucking Steve Martin does is fucking gold. So that was pretty good. I like that one. Um. Did, yeah. Did you see the uh, the Will Ferrell um, GM 
Netflix commercial? No, I missed that one. All right, Sorry, so yeah, so I guess GM and Netflix have uh, signed a contract that uh, Netflix is going to uh, promote um, GM by putting their uh, EV uh, EV automobiles and trucks in their shows, and so Will Ferrell was promoting that, and he and he was like saying, "Are we are we going to put them in every single Netflix show? No, we're not." So like he was showing it like some shows that wouldn't make it like. Uh, he put it in Stranger Things. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't make it in Stranger Things because Stranger Things happened in the 80s, right? And there was no electronic vehicles back in the 80s. Or even a period piece like back in the 1700 or 1800 uh, France. Like with uh, um, all, you know, the pop and circumstance. Like like the royalty and everything. Um, so that was, I thought that was pretty good. I like that one. And then there was the one Breaking Bad commercial. Did you see that one with uh, the brand Popcorners? No. Oh, okay. oh, 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 I, I, you know what? I saw that on social media before it happened. Oh, okay. So I missed it from the Super Bowl, but I know what you're talking about. And I liked it because Tuchel. Yeah, Tuchel. At, at the end, right? Tuchel shows up? Yes. It's like, all right, yeah. we'll make seven. <laughs> and then uh, another one that was pretty good that actually, like, stuck with me was Dave Grohl came out for, uh, uh, what do you call it? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, for Crown Royal. Right, right, right. And he was tell- telling every uh, all us Americans what uh, Canada has um, created for our pop culture or our culture, anyway, <laughs> including football. You know, I saw I, and basketball. I saw him, but yeah. I didn't see the commercial. Oh, okay. That yeah, that's that's what that was about. I mean, there's more. There was like the Ben Affleck Donut, Dunkin' Donuts one. We talk about uh, Casey Affleck, but Ben Affleck actually did a. It was more like one of those, uh, um, like candid commercials. So they actually put him in a Dunkin' Donuts drive-through, and so people would come up, and it was you know it was Ben Affleck like giving them their their coffee and donut order, and um, <laughs> they even showed the this one guy's like, not, like should I know you? Like he was serious, like he didn't know who Ben Affleck was. But then at the end, the the part I didn't like about it was at the end. Then Jennifer Lopez like comes through the the drive through, and, and she's like, "This is this is where you've been going." Like when he said you've been going to work, I didn't like that part because everything was like real and authentic. And then she comes up and it was totally scripted and everything just to put her in a Super Bowl commercial. So I didn't like that part of it. I guess maybe because I, I I I'm not a big Jennifer Lopez fan, but yeah. So those are the ones that uh um. That I kind of liked. I thought I thought they were good. I liked it. And oh, did you see the one with Sylvester Stallone, or or did you miss that one? The it was for Paramount Plus, and he was hanging off a. It looked like a, a Mount Rushmore uh, carving of his face in a mountain, and he was hanging from the nose. It looked like he had a bloody booger hanging from his nose. Missed it. Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, did you see the Clueless one for Rocketin? Oh, okay. Okay. Alicia Silverstone came back and um Amber was there. Obviously Brittany Murphy couldn't be there because you know, she did. But um Alicia Silverstone. Uh they they made her look good. I don't know if they, they de-aged her or what, uh, you know, AI de-aged her, but because I mean she gotta be in her forties or fifties, but she's still looking like she's in her twenties. Um I think I think I think they they did some computer um, 
tomfoolery with her, not only her face, but just her hands and it, everything. I just think, uh, don't believe what you see on TV, folks. That's all I got to say. Like the balloon. Yeah, like the balloon. <laughs> just like the balloon. Oh, and the, uh, I'm, I'm scrolling through all these, uh, um, this, this article that's reminding me of everything. The Pringles one. You see the Pringles one? It was like uh, everyone, it, the best, even the best of us do this. Like, and everyone's had like a Pringles can stuck on their hand. Like the, a judge did, like a cop did, a firefighter. I don't know. They're showing all these people that are in serious business, but but they have a a, a Pringles can stuck to their hand because they, they were trying to grab the last chip. I thought that was I thought that was pretty funny. All right, that's all I got. You got anything you want to bring up? No, man. Just uh, everyone have a good day. Thank you yep. for listening again. Yeah, and uh, thank you for downloading yet again another cold brew podcast. I am Greg. He is social chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Until next.